0: Hi everybody, welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and this time I'll be talking about the nut jobs of New York. If you live in New York, there are crazy people everywhere. Not your average, everyday, neurotic New Yorkers, where everything is a whiny, self-referential, esoteric, literature-based, multisyllabic insanity. Not your selfish George Costanzas. I'm talking about the guys who slam and shout. They manage to find things to make a lot of noise with. Loud, clanging, slamming sounds morning noon and night the guys who stand in the middle of the sidewalk laughing maniacally and pointing yeah that's so easy to take comforting too i had one guy who was high or just nuts looking at me dead in the eye nodding and pointing over his shoulder to something above the middle of the street and he seemed to be asking if i saw what he was seeing too apparently i did not the weirdos who were too nosy just walk right up and poke their noses into whatever arouses their curiosity never considering the consequences of their actions and who they might be intruding upon crazy the ones who are attracted to flashing lights and shiny things we got a lot of them the flaky neighbors they can be exhibitionists louts people with inexplicable hobbies Assumed serial killers like Raymond Burr in rear window. You just know that guy is totally psycho. You know it. You just look and try to figure out what the hell are they doing with all that crap? What is it? I have no idea. There are so many more. I do rather like the exhibitionists. They are not all attractive, not by a long shot, but they are funny. We had one topless woman directly across the street from us who looked like Fred Flintstone when she ambled about her place and dumped the wastewater from her floor mopping out of her window five floors above the pavement, coincidentally, onto the fresh fruit stand outside of the market across the street, all over the fruits and veggies. I would say that's pretty crazy. She knew what was below. The fact that she looked more like Fred Flintstone while topless, which was a sight to behold, I must say, and she didn't give a damn any more than if she was clothed, was a bit jarring as well. The people who get into prolonged, long-winded, highly verbose, harsh, staccato arguments that pierce the air and incessant nitpicking over really trivial, highly personal nonsense on the street and making a scene, they don't give a damn. I saw one today. the People all moved away and walked around as far as possible to get where they were going the people yelling their beliefs and ideologies out to the air to nobody in particular we have a nut who everyone in chelsea calls either the pirate or the buccaneer who blasts pre-recorded bible verses from a boombox he has sitting propped up in a stolen home depot shopping cart that he pushes along the pavement and sidewalks and he wears a pirate hat a tricorner pirate hat a bandana and an eye patch under his eyeglasses. Nut jobs, arguing with the staff and other customers who just want to pay and leave, who are online at retail establishments like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, and CVS. Jeez, what the employees have to go through every day. They're not social workers. Street level syndrome, I call it. People being difficult in restaurants. What's the matter with you? Trying to prove a pointless point to someone who is busy struggling to make a living and or barely understanding the language? just to aggravate the hell out of them. Really, you are. Just get the hell out of here, lunatic. Street people, the beggars, the ones who don't care. They either stopped caring or never did. How they are still alive is amazing, too. It's murder just to work for a living. I don't know how they can live. How they can survive is beyond me. My dad used to tell me about beggars he knew on Court Street in Brooklyn one guy had been a lawyer and drank himself into the gutter my dad could never understand how this guy lived for years and years on the streets of downtown brooklyn while if he got the flu and felt like hell he was sidelined how were these people inoculated against a variety of traumas for so long until they finally gave out and succumbed to the elements people who knew him felt pity and gave him a few bucks when he approached them but he slept on the steps of buildings and huddled in corners And somehow managed to live. The wasted people staggering all over in broad daylight or late at night. It makes no difference. Also, and slightly off topic, I can hardly believe how many people get stoned during the daytime these days. I saw three very well-dressed, attractive young women at about 12 p.m. Lighting up underneath the scaffolding outside of our building last Thursday. What office job do you have that's cool to get stoned at? The Stone Ones also feel the need to explain everything that is painfully, tediously obvious, as if they have suddenly gained the profound insight of the ages, and you are some knife. Uh Uh-huh. And they are crazy boring. Monday, I saw a guy, around 60, sitting in the passenger side of a branded commercial van wearing a branded uniform, sitting there with the door open, smoking a joint at about 2.30 p.m. And I'm thinking this guy is off kilter. But then I read about well-known media personalities checking into rehab and contrast the news to their very finely crafted and high-maintenance public personas and have a difficult time reconciling the two because it is crazy. Not judging, because I understand that everyone is only human, including me. I just think that it is a very difficult thing to do to keep up a facade that isn't real, especially after all the time I spent living in the closet and being somewhat unconvincing. You have to remember and keep all of your lies in line and stick to them. It is crazy. Anyway, the wasted people. The weebles wobble, but they don't fall down, people. The heroin addicts who can bend way down and side to side and backwards without completely falling over until they do. It's crazy to see the ones who look like hell, but when you see people who were otherwise decently attired and groomed, it is bewildering and you wonder, what what drug have you taken by recreational choice or by accident? What prompted this bout of insanity? I think fentanyl is nowadays being cut into a lot of drugs, including cocaine, which is completely counter to the point of using cocaine. And that, in and of itself, is crazy in a number of ways, like super duper crazy. And then you have the ones who do fall down and all bodily functions start occurring at once. Ooh. The ones who use very public spaces as urinals. What the hell is that? You're crazy. The ones who think they are faking being crazier than they are, but they are, in actuality, really, really, really crazy, and they think that this is a successful tactic in their insane strategy to maintain their turf, or whatever it is that is their priority. The bottle caps, the pieces of string the broken office furniture they cling to and lug around. These people aren't trying to land a big contract. The people are reaching into garbage cans. This is a sad truth. Some are pulling bottles and cans out to redeem them for the recycling money. I can see that. I see people wearing gloves to try to avoid contracting hepatitis and worse, hauling laundry bins full of recycling bags, jam-packed with bottles and cans just to make a living. It is a living for a lot of people. They also might be hungry and homeless, but hell, it is freaking crazy to eat out of a garbage can in New York City or anywhere. But the list of what can and is very likely to go wrong and the bold-faced desperation in that situation is insane and quite troubling people who throw money away are crazy. This is a value judgment by me. I see coinage on the streets all the time. I believe in the find a penny, pick it up, and all the day you'll have good luck mentality, which I confess might be a little crazy on my part. And I see coins scattered on the street all the time. That is crazy. It is real money. Throwing away money is crazy, but we do it in many different ways. Now, Back to your crazy neighbors. They stop to say hello, forget themselves, and start chatting away unprompted. And you, in your head, you start hearing that eerie synth music from Law & Order. You know, the part when the guilty party gives themselves away, most of the time in the witness stand, and you, in your real life, everyone you're with, looks at each other with their head lowered, a quizzical look on their face and eyes wide with the uh uh-oh face, and when is this going to be over in their eyes? And you realize how insane your neighbor is and what a weirdo too. Yeah, that's not awkward. Then you breathe a sigh of relief because as long as you can identify a crazy neighbor, you aren't the crazy neighbor, at least in comparison. Remember that. The people who can't get over a disappointment or just move on from some crushing experience, a breakup, a loss, They just can't pull themselves together. Come on now. You're stuck in place and you're idling on high. That's no good. They tend to lash out and, in my experience, take others by surprise. That's crazy. The drunks. Not people getting drunk. They are not drunks. Those folks are just out enjoying themselves and they become indignant if you say they are drunk. They will attempt to exclaim that they are not drunk and slur their words. Usually by the time they finish their second Long Island iced tea, those ones, not heavy hitters, most of the time, they think they are still fine, but no. I'm not drunk. Okay, you're not drunk, but tomorrow you're definitely going to be hungover. They're just whooping it up, but they give cover to a lot of the nut jobs because they are attracting attention to themselves without paying much attention to themselves, and the nuts act out in their fallout drunks are crazy drunks know they are drunks and don't care if you know it too as long as they get their booze yeah 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 God love you. Yeah, yeah yeah or they can be cranks shut up get the hell out of here what are you doing there you need to know or could also be the cousin the guy from the 80s who still has a monte carlo at least in his mind The Monte Carlo was the automobile of choice for cuisines, by the way. And if you don't know what a cuisine is, that'll be for another story. Always needs to know something that's none of his business. Very inquisitive. Am I right? I look. I says, ah, what are you doing there? A lot of coke, one might think. A lot of crazy people ask the same questions. They need to know what everyone is doing there. Not here, but there. What are you doing there? right there. What is it that you are doing there? What are you doing there? Why is it so important to know and why can't you mind your own business? Get the hell out of here. The people who aimlessly wander into lotto stores or bodegas, the ones who make a big caper out of attempting to steal a snack size bag of chips, and they are thwarted, but they think they're foxy. They are not. They are nutjobs the people inhabiting that one subway car that pulls into the station. And for a fleeting moment, you forget yourself because you see empty seats and your eyes grow wide until you realize it is one of three things. The temperature is either too hot or too cold, usually too hot. There is someone or something in there that is exuding an incredibly, God awfully offensive odor or a combination of temperature and person or thing exuding an offensive odor. Doesn't bother them. They're crazy. During the lockdown, I saw a guy calmly wander into a flock of pigeons on the sidewalk, pick up a pigeon, and tuck it under his arm as if he was going to eat it for dinner later. I think he did. That was pretty crazy. The people who feed pigeons harmless, I like to think, but a little nuts. The silent ones having imaginary conversations and cracking themselves up as they sit in public spaces, knees slapping and chortling away to themselves. The key factor is the isolation. The disconnection is either already baked in or is happening to them. That's when you feel lucky. If you are engaged in life, and others care for you. You are living in Hollywood compared to those people. It's far better to answer to others than to be ignored, forgotten, or just all alone, whether by choice or by happenstance. Stay connected. It keeps you sane. I really hope so anyway, because I am not as sane as I like to tell myself. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you next time, and as the kitties say, peace out.